0: Hello, everyone. So, as I said last time, I'm going to open with what fans are saying about episode two. Um, So, they are saying... (laughs) Okay. So, what one girl said, her name is Tracy Yvonne. She said, quote, When Diamond said, lie on your stomach to Mercedes... I damn near flipped myself over and booted my ass up. (laughs) One of the funniest or funnest things about P-Valley is that, like, Diamond slash Tyler Lepley's sexiness, it's undisputed. If you don't think that that man looks good, then something is going on with you. Something very wrong, right? Like, you, you don't know what taste is. You ain't got none. Um like he just universally universally we want to have our alone time private time with Diamond Tyler Lepley I got mad respect for his fiance uh about positive they're engaged but could be wrong about positive they are but it doesn't really matter but um I got mad respect for his girl Miracle Watts because um I don't know. It's like, could I really be with a man as hot as Diamond who's as sought after? Or, sorry, as hot as Tyler who's as sought after? And I don't, like, I I think I'd be stressed. So, um, shout out to her because all of us bitches want your man. (laughs) Like, we want him so bad. Um, anyway, so episode two begins with the pink auditions everybody is at these auditions like somebody who dances on tiktok he was at the auditions i have no idea who it is that's what people have been saying um and it's at these auditions that we get to meet miracle Watts. so when i see miracle Watts, aka big bone the moment i saw her i had a crush on her and i knew that she is tyler lepley's future baby mama i had an instant crush on her um, Katori says that it's Miracle's TV debut and they found her online. Um, a YouTuber named Bondi Blue, she said that Miracle looks like a mix of Trina and Princess Love. And I agree. I can see that after you hear that. But it don't matter who she looks like a mix. a mix of, like, big bone. Miracle Watts is a bad bitch. Like, I really enjoy looking at her. I would put a baby, I'd want to put a baby in her too. So we got like one of the hottest, sexiest men on TV with one of the baddest bitches on TV. I'm here for it. Um, go ahead and have as ever, however many kids y'all want to like, cause we need more good looking people in this world. Um, so Mercedes, she really does look gorgeous in her Afro wig and her suit that she's wearing. At the auditions she's in charge of picking the dancers and so Mercedes chooses whisper um, the vampire stripper I might call whisper the vampire sometimes because of her color contacts and she has fair skin like light skin light hair light eyes there's too much going on there for me and like it's not sexy for me it it makes her stand out but I'm, I might call her a vampire Um, so it looks like, let's see, and then Mercedes picks Roulette, she's a petite dancer, and she's from the TV show Snowfall, I've never seen Snowfall, but it seems like fans really liked her on there, and they're excited to see her, um, on P-Valley. Let's see here, and Mercedes just, or sorry, Roulette, she is being a bitch to Mercedes, So, I have issues with roulette because, um, do you understand that Mercedes is your boss? So, Mercedes, as if Mercedes ain't already going through it. She had her money stolen. She is there pretending that her vibrator is main. She's, you know, shot Montavious. Like, I would be, I wouldn't be mad if Mercedes (laughs) throws hands at roulette. And that Roulette gets slapped by Mercedes at the bare minimum. Mercedes can fight, I think, and probably, especially if you piss her off enough. And she's the HBIC, so Roulette shouldn't try her. Then we have Haley interrupting um, Mercedes announcing the bitches that they're choosing to say that she wants Big Bone, who cannot dance. Um, but she says Autumn says that Big Bone is so hot, like she's gonna be good for serving drinks. I completely agree with Autumn, a bad bitch. Like sometimes it's fun. Like if you got like a hot waiter, hot bartender, you want to go to that spot. So I agree. I agree with Autumn's choice. So then Corbin, he still wants to sell the pink so he could open a casino. Casinos, they have to be on the water when they're in Mississippi. So he wants a casino. It has to be, he has to get the property that the pink is on or sorry, the land that the pink is on. And if Clifford were smart, somebody else said this, if Clifford were smart, she would go ahead, sell the pink for $10 million with Autumn, and then take that money and open a new pink somewhere else. And I'm like, <laughs> it's so funny, as a viewer, you don't even think about that. You're just like, I don't want the pink to close. Like, that's all you're thinking as a viewer, which is stupid, because when you think about it, it's like, nah, you could open a new spot with $10 million. Um, but we already know that Uncle Clifford is gonna be taking her millions and spending that shit on shoes, bags, hair, makeup, clothes, nails, so there there ain't gonna be no money left for the bank because one thing Uncle Clifford knows how to prioritize is her looks, okay? She will always be serving, and then, like, bills, like, she's like, what bills? I look good, that's all that matters, so... Corbin tells Uncle Clifford, happy 40th birthday. And so when Corbin tells Uncle Clifford, happy 40th birthday, because Autumn decides to open or Haley decides to re-re-reopen the pink on Uncle Clifford's birthday. And when Corbin says happy 40th birthday to Uncle Clifford, this shows us how close that Corbin and Uncle Clifford are. Because how else would Corbin know the date of Uncle Clifford's birthday and how old Uncle Clifford will be? So I love that they prove how close they are by that simple happy birthday. However, I don't feel that I needed to know um, how old Uncle Clifford is because we don't know how old anybody else is. So, I just don't really know why Corbin had to be, like, happy 40th. Like, I don't know. I, like, I'm bothered. Like, I kind of loved it being a mystery. I kind of like it being a mystery not knowing how old these people are. I'm weird like that. Um, so, I just didn't really see the point in us learning Uncle Clifford's age. But maybe maybe it, it will serve more of a purpose as the... Um, season goes on. Okay, so Derek wants to press charges against Diamond. Now, you gotta remember the timeline of all this shit. Now, Diamond and Derek, they, um, were throwing hands five months ago, and Derek wants to press charges now, and I know that the pandemic ravaged Chuckalisa ravaged everywhere, but Derek wanting to press charges half a a year later shows, shows that he doesn't let anything go. It shows how angry and how bitter and how dangerous he is because he has nothing going for him. So he goes after other people to feel powerful. The man is a head case. He is like, I mean, imagine like violent, angry, Has nothing like all he has to do all day is just simmer and be mad about something. Like he is such a disaster. So also, if I'm gonna talk about Derek, I want to apologize. Last season, I said that Derek is ugly, and I think I took it too far. Uh, (laughs) So I just want to apologize. So I'm gonna call my own self out. Now the the actor who plays Derek, he ain't met me. He don't wanna fuck me. So, I don't really need to be talking about, like, if I find him attractive or not. I was so caught up. I was so disgusted by him. I was like, he's ugly! You know? (laughs) I was like, he's not even cute. And I take it back. I take it back because it was fucked up of me to say, um, I don't need to find him attractive because we ain't in a relationship. You know what I mean? And it was just rude it was petty. It was wrong. I'm going to call myself out for that. I've been fe- I've been feeling bad about it because I was like, I cannot stand his character so much. And Keyshawn is so much better looking than him. I was like, he's ugly. He's not even cute. And it's kind of like we know that it was between Derek and Diamond. So, of course, you're going to be like, this man is not at Diamond level hot. But it was wrong of me. So, I hope that he will forgive me. <laughs> I have to laugh because he ain't never heard me. He ain't never heard probably a single episode. He's like, this bitch is stupid. Um, And what I will say is he has a good head of hair. He has a very good head of hair. Um, So I'm going to say that. You know what I'm saying? I take back what I said. And um, he has a full head of hair. And some of these guys be losing their hair as a teenager. So, like, it's good that he grew that that shit out. Like, work your shit. Work your shit. Uh, (laughs) Because I was just... I don't need to be, like... I, I'm a fan, but I don't need to get on, like, psycho fan level and be talking shit about him like that because he's playing a character. Like, I need to relax. So then um, Patrice lets us know that the blessings reside at her church, and I think that Patrice is doing some good scamming because she has money for a commercial. And um, just Patrice is just having money for a lot of things these days, and I just... I. I don't put scamming past her ass, so I think she's probably doing some scamming. Uncle Clifford is crying about not having dick for five months, and it had me laughing my ass off. So Murda, like, Uncle Clifford is there crying about not having, you know, sex, and then Murda shows up to Clifford's house to apologize to Uncle Clifford before going on tour. And that's what Lil Murda is all about. Lil Murda does not do any type of um, plans whatsoever. Any type of like um, working with your schedule. Lil Murda was will always roll up all the time, whether it's at the pink and Uncle Clifford's car, or um, with Uncle Clifford's grandma's house, like in his house, like. Lil Murda is always just going to show up, <laughs> like, and honestly, I don't mind it, I don't mind it, because it's like, I think if I was into a guy, and he was just, like, popping up, like, I wouldn't, like, it, it depends on the person, right, there's some guys, let's be real, Diamond, for example, you, you don't gotta ever call me first, are you kidding? So, um, that's just what, uh, that's what Lil Murda does, but in all, fairness, like, Uncle Clifford has ghosted Lil Murda, so it's not like, um, Lil Murda can coordinate a time to say goodbye and apologize to Uncle Clifford in person, so Lil Murda is madly in love, um, with Uncle Clifford, and Uncle Clifford is stronger than I am because Uncle Clifford is there crying about not having sex, and then as Uncle Clifford's grandma said, like, hello, Amazon just brought you some dick and so it's like Uncle Clifford is still withholding Um, and I just I would just go ahead and fuck little Murda if I was Uncle Clifford for my birthday and obviously a lot of people are talking about that scene where Murda is staring at Uncle Clifford in the mirror and I have to say like that's just beautifully written I've never seen a, a I haven't seen that done before on a show or in a movie where somebody's just looking at the mirror and like pleading with their, the love of their life through a mirror and then the other person doesn't even know. I just thought it was so moving, so well done. A shout out to Katori for crafting that scene. Um, and I also like that Uncle Clifford has her hair done and her makeup done, her like, her <laughs> eye makeup, all that, lifts, everything is, is done when Lil Murda is looking at her because how many times do we run into somebody looking like we just crawled out the sewer? So, it was, like, perfect timing for Uncle, <laughs> for Uncle Glyphard, um, because, like, if, whenever I run into somebody, like, they're lucky if I even got a bra to be honest, like, I just be looking so bad. Um, so, Derek discovers that Keyshawn went to the stow, and Keyshawn has yet another black eye. So Keyshawn tells Derek that Diamond was yelling at her at the stow because, you know, Derek is upset that she saw him. And so now she has to be like, well, the, you know, interaction that we had wasn't good. And so then Derek loses his mind. He calls the store and tries to get Diamond fired. And it's like the amount of rage that Derek has. It's just, like, I was really, really, really uncomfortable. We all were uncomfortable. Um, Keyshawn, you endanger girl. I don't, like... You know, the Pea Valley writer said that our hearts are going to break for Keyshawn this season. They're already broken. They're already broken. I don't know what Keyshawn has coming for her, but I'm scared. And please, like, I already feel traumatized. Derek is crazy. It's like, I almost just want to cry, like, thinking about these men out here doing this. It's just, it's, and, and then these bitches gotta fuck them and pretend that they want to be with these people that they're scared of. It's just, it's a lot, it's a lot going on, and I like that, again, we are being shown all of this shit. They aren't sugarcoating it, we aren't just hearing about, you know, we're, we're just seeing how shitty that type of a relationship is. Um, because some people in those situations, they try to act like everything is great except for when they're getting their ass whooped. And it's like, nah, you see how Derek is. Nothing's great. Everything's just an accusation. Um, or just you're being questioned and you got to deal with some shit. Like that's not great. It's not a great relationship. So, um, you know, Derek is there trying to get Diamond fired. He's just jealous that Diamond has a job and his dumbass don't got a job. So then Keyshawn asked Derek if he called Diamond a gutter nigger. And Keyshawn sees right through it when he says no. And we all see through it, Derek, because you was just yelling at the top of your lungs. Now, two seconds later, all of a sudden you're like practically whispering and you're not yelling anymore. It's because you're lying. And you're a bad fucking liar. And Gishon knows it. And so I also want to mention how Diamond was like, I wonder what he says to you. Um, wonder about what Derek's doing to Kijan, which is punching her, hitting her, doing God knows what with her. But I mean, everybody kind of likes to just assume that if a black, if a white person is with a black person, that that white person is using racial slurs and that's not always the case. However, I do appreciate that P-Valley had Diamond say that because I do think it's a misconception. I just don't think that that's how it works and I kind of hate that. I've always hated that narrative that um, if you date somebody of another race, they're gonna call you the N-word. And it's like, I'm not so sure it happens to everyone sure it happens to some people, but just, that's just very flawed thinking. Um, we are introduced to Big Teak. Big Teak is Little Murda's friend that Little Murda picks up from jail. I think they used to fuck or they about to fuck or some drama is about to be attached to Big Teak. Um, you can't always just pick somebody up from jail and have them work with you. Like, that's not always the best idea if they were in jail for some crimes. Um, so it's like, but it shows, this is how real gangsta niggas act. This is how ghetto people act. Like, they're not exactly thinking about how their associations can be impacting what happens with them. Um, I love that Lil' is trying to look out for his boy, but like it's also very problematic too because this boy has history that's why he's in that's why he was in jail in the first place right so next the pink the re-re-reopening of the pink is going down and the the pandemic didn't stop shit it's still just as lit as it was last season except all you you know now you might see some um some masks but it's okay we also see a lot of tits and ass so that's the trade-off so uncle clifford gets kidnapped um and then uncle clifford says while she's being kidnapped lord forgive me for chopping that man up and throwing him in the river and helping big l rob a bank and it's like um (laughs) we hope that none of that information comes back to haunt her um so Uncle Clifford is taken to a skate party and the dancing is actually that the skaters were doing. That was choreographed by Nico, according to Katori, Nico who plays Uncle Clifford because Nico is the choreographer. and I love it if, if Nico or because Nico is a choreographer, I want to see more dancing from um, Nico this season. So hopefully we can see that. And then Nico also I'm assuming can sing very well because Nico was in the Broadway show, so, yeah, just let let us see Uncle Clifford's range this season. Like we're here for it, we're ready for it. We all stand Uncle Clifford, so I just I hope that we get to see more of that this season. So Uncle Clifford is seen talking to her LGBTQ friends about Little Murda, essentially outing Little Murda. Um, I I think you know Uncle Clifford was not sober she's horny, she's happy, she's fiending, and I don't really think it's an appropriate time to just be, like, putting Lil little Myrna on blast like that, um, and hopefully Uncle Clifford's friends are all trustworthy, and it's not a problem, and we get to see Niecy Nash, Niecy Nash's wife, Jessica Bates, um, as one of Uncle Clifford's friends, and I was so excited, because you know what, I feel like Jessica Bates. I said Bates. Jessica Betts, I feel like she could turn me out as well. Um, you know, I just every straight woman that, woman that I hear from, and I think it's because we know what she did to Niecy Nash, that she turned Niecy Nash. I think we all have a thing for Jessica Betts. So, yeah, Nisi, you better watch your girl. Because, like, your girl has that universal appeal. Um, so, Uncle Clifford got some head at her birthday. So then whisper she is tapped in the vampire stripper she's tapped into the other side um according to p-valley writers and i was so happy i was cheering when i heard beyonce 7 playing at the pink because i was like i know that that's expensive for them to get the fucking rights for them to are sorry for them to pay for the licensing for that song and i was like I was so excited because I actually worked in the licensing department at a record label, so I know how much that shit costs. Um, P-Valley has the budget this year, y'all, and with P-Valley having record numbers, P-Valley breaking records for stars and all that shit, like, we could just expect this budget to just keep going up as the seasons go on, so that's something to look forward to. So Mercedes and, and this, and the music is always a huge, huge part of the show. Um, I guess my only critique of season two thus far is I, I would love more music. I love more music because I just, it makes me discovering these songs and these artists is always a very fun, a very fun part of the show. So Mercedes, she is jealous of the attention that whisper and roulette are getting with, which is earth and wind. um, now they have a trio, Earth, Wind, and Fire. And so, Mercedes, she climbs her ass up to the top of the pole. And then she falls right the fuck off of it. And it was just completely beautifully shot. My heart sank. Everyone's heart sank. I just love it. The slow-mo. Oh, so good. Mercedes' shoulder was already hurting her. And now she falls her whole entire ass down on her shoulder. And then we get to see the most controversial part of this entire series to date, and that is when Diamond does Root Work on Mercedes. So I didn't know it was called Root Work. People online were calling it voodoo. Fans online were not happy about it. They were upset. They were like, they lost me. It jumped the shark. Like, fans were not happy about it. And I'm going to say, as a fan of this show, as, as someone who's such a fan that they created a podcast about it, I don't know shit about Root Work. So I appreciate... Katori Hall wanting to introduce viewers to this very sacred practice that Diamond does and he's capable of. And this African, you know, tradition. Excuse me, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but I do appreciate learning. I appreciate that um, P-Valley is educating its viewers in this way. However, I do not tune into P-Valley for root work. And so, and I don't tune into P Valley for darkness. We all tune in to P Valley for the theatrics. We tune in for the girls, for Uncle Clifford, for um, everything that happens. And in episode three, like literally, as I said, I'll get to that later. It just really made me think. Okay, P Valley is a soap opera. I never saw it that way before. But I mean that in a compliment, in a complimentary way. Like. P-Valley really just has us on the edge of our seats at this point, that's what we tune in for. So the root work, I wasn't prepared for it. I love this show. I didn't write this show, so us as viewers, I don't think we need to just be like all out or very negative about this one scene. However, it did feel out of place for the series and that's okay. That's totally fine. I wasn't out on it. Um, Some people were talking shit. Some people were saying, you know, these episodes weren't good. They're basically saying that they were mid. But, you know, it's early on. And and sometimes in the season, you have to, especially when you have new characters, there's just different things that you have to be setting up. So you may not be just getting what you're used to. And it may not be as fire and exciting in the first episode or two. Um, But... I think, I, and I hope Katori and the people on the show, I hope they realize if fans get upset and they talk a lot of shit about the show or the root work that they were calling boot or any of that, I hope they understand that it's just because our love for this show runs deep. We haven't seen anything like it. We just want to support it. We're so thankful for it. I love that P-Valley is not just here to entertain. It's also there to make you think. It's like from the transgender um, prison inmate in season one to Keyshawn's colorism to domestic violence to now root work, um, and in episode three there's like drugs and addiction and um, I really appreciate it and the pandemic stuff and and in in fidelity I appreciate that the show isn't solely entertaining us. It's educating us. It's enlightening us. It's really bringing like different perspectives and different stories um it's allowing us to live through these characters right because when we have to be seeing Keyshawn in a room with Derek I'm scared I'm scared shitless (laughs) like and so we're just seeing all these different ways that people are living and life in the south and the homophobia and all that so if we really want to capture what life is in the south we got to realize that you know, a lot of people from the South, they said this is this shit is standard. This is not a big deal, especially people from like New Orleans. so I appreciate that I'm learning or that I learned something that I did not know of. And I also hope that Pea Valley is mindful of why people tune in and or is very aware of the reactions that people will have. If things kind of stray too far from what we're used to. So that is what I'm going to say about the root work on Mercedes. Um, Seven pounds, as you know, of pressure was removed because Mercedes is the one who pulled the trigger, which takes seven pounds. Um, So hopefully Mercedes will be all healed up soon because she's still her, her shoulder is still fucked up in episode three, but Diamond really helped to heal her, um, so then, Mercedes just completely, she snaps, you know, when she, Diamond lets her know that, like, she, her holder, her shoulder's been hurting her because she shot Montavious, and Mercedes tells that, tells Autumn that she has to, Haley, that she has to leave tonight, she can no longer stay with her, um, I don't. I didn't like any of this because you got to remember that first and foremost, um, Autumn is Autumn is Mercedes' boss now. Are you really gonna kick out your boss? I'm not. But I understand that Mercedes was pissed, and Autumn is kind of, in a way, a passive because she didn't really fight her much on it. But. You got to also give Autumn credits, w- credit where it's due. Autumn is the only person who could afford to bail Mercedes' ass out of jail, right? So it's like, Autumn bailed you out of jail. She helped you pay for your gym. She saved the pink. Um, I understand that you're pissed off, but I just, there was a lot going on there that I didn't like. It's like they were getting back to the roots of hating each other. Um, or having tension, Mercedes and, and Haley. And I didn't like it because I just don't see why Haley had to leave that night. Like, I just thought it was ridiculous. I didn't like it. Um, so then Andre shows up to the pink while um, Haley is practicing. Because, of course, he would. And Montavius's image, it shows up on the camera at the pink. Um, somebody said, or sorry, I don't need to read that. Um, I'm not really into the Montavious bullshit, like his ghost, the ghost of Montavious past and shit. Like as a viewer, I'm here for the show, but if it's, if we gonna be talking about root work and Montavious and shit, I might skim the surface of those topics because, you know, I don't really want to get into it if I don't necessarily have to get that deep into it. Um, so then we see that Kishan is going on tour fans are the ones who put me on to the fact that they said that Keyshawn's manager wants to fuck Keyshawn. I didn't notice that, but then in episode three, you see that it is true. Keyshawn's manager does want to fuck her. Um, but Keyshawn, she, I would love for her to fuck her manager. I would love it. But, um, Derek <laughs> with Derek in the way, Hmm. I don't know about that. And, um, I'm definitely, like, we could tell with season two, like, Keyshawn, she has it coming when she gets home. Like, basically, Keyshawn, as I said before, Keyshawn and, and Lil' Murda, they're fucked this season. Like, that, that's pretty obvious. Um, and also, other people are also fucked, which I will get into after episode three. But that is what I got to say about episode two. So I recorded... um these two episodes back to back, like I said, I would, I said this shit was gonna come out Monday and Tuesday, and it's like, the one time I kept my word, like, (laughs) I'm so ridiculous, anyways, so, um, episode three, I will be getting into that on Wednesday or Thursday, because I'm really, like, I'm shook, and I really want to do, like, the most research that I've ever done for any Pea Valley episode and I already like in this season started to do research I didn't do last season so thank you guys again um and we will I will talk to you very soon three eppies this week bye